I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah, hey, look, check. Welcome to In The Moment, episode 84, it's a special edition, we got an interview today, we're gonna get y'all real familiar with a new artist, well she may be new to you, but she's not new to a lot, Jordan Pauline is in the building, it's good. welcome to Atlanta, how you feeling? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing real good. Glad to have you here. Thank you yeah, for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to get to know a little more about you. Mm-hmm. So I want to start from the beginning because obviously some of my listeners may not be familiar. So we're mm-hmm. gonna get them familiar. Mm-hmm. I know your Guyanese culture has got a lot of influence on your music. Yes. Is that where you were born? Yes. That's where you grew up. Georgetown, Guyana. I lost. I left when I was six years old and moved to Los Angeles. Oh really? Yeah. And you've been here ever since. Mm-hmm. Well, the this, states. Wow. Well, we're we're in the states exactly. High Park, Tenth Ave, Crenshaw. Okay. Area. So, what was it like growing up for you? Mm, it was cool because, like, I don't know. I tried to do the whole school thing. Kids were really mean, really rude. So, I ended up being homeschooled majority of my whole life after second grade, and I just got heavy into making music. I was writing for Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, and like a mad other artists. And what TV age shows. was this? Ten. Oh, that's when you started. Mm-hmm. You was writing for Disney at ten. Yeah. Oh, that's lit. Yeah. And a lot of that came from the fact that you were homeschooled. Yeah, and my mom's a manager. Oh, is she? Yeah. Does she still manage you? Yes. Keep it in the family. Yes. I like that. So <laughs> was being homeschooled, do you feel like it did more for you? Like, do you think it actually worked out better for you, or do you wish it was different? Um, I'm actually pretty grateful now, looking back on it, because as a kid, of course, you want to be around kids and be a kid. If I was in that environment, I don't think I would really be who I am today. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So... My podcast is called In A Moment. A lot of mm-hmm. that is because I focus on moments throughout life because I feel like it's the moments that really kind of, like, make you who you are, in mm-hmm. a sense, and kind of show you things. So if there was, like, a childhood moment that's memorable to you that you feel like has somewhat or a lot to do with who you are today, what's the first moment that comes to your mind? Mm-hmm. Me discovering One Direction. The group. The group. Yeah? Yeah. Tell me why. Because I was a little overweight and Harry Styles changed my life. See, I didn't even know who One Direction was. <laughs> <laughs> but I started when I started on the Bird Show, I got familiar. So, okay, they yeah. changed your life. Yeah. They put you in a new direction. Whole, ni- whole new direction. <laughs> See what I did? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. So who was you listening to growing up? Like, who was some, what was some of the music you was bumping? Um, Aaliyah, Janet Jackson, Prince, Minnie Ripperton, Stevie Wonder. Uh, That's a lot of range. Aretha. Of course, Patty. Oh, yeah. Uh, I said Aaliyah already. You did? Aaliyah twice? You can say Aaliyah as many times as you yeah. want to. Um, in One Direction. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Justin right. Bieber too. Justin Bieber too. So mm-hmm. you got a lot of influences, kind of yeah. all over the place. Yeah. So yeah. when you were a kid, and like me, I know when I was a kid, I would envision mm-hmm. a lot of the things that I'm doing now. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but even some of it that has happened is still somewhat surprising. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. necessarily see it. Yeah. How was that for you? Did you envision a lot of what you I wrote doing? my whole life out. Did you? Yeah. I'm and, very big on affirmations. Always me too. knew what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. Like, so I made sure I wrote down my goals as a JIT. Mm. So now that I'm, like, growing up, even looking back on my old diaries from 2010 and stuff, I'm like, wow. Like, you still got them. I got all of them. In the stash? Yeah. Keep them locked away? I have all of them. Every single one? Every single one of How them. How many? I think the only one I don't have is, like, the one when I was, like, four years old in my, like... You was writing at four? Yeah. It was a bunch of scribble. Like, yeah, yeah, Ooh, ah. But, like, <laughs> I was really was harmonizing? Right. Yeah. yeah. 
That's dope, though. Yeah. At four, I wasn't writing nothing at four. Yeah. I don't think I was reading, speaking. I wasn't doing none of that at four. You, <laughs> you was about yeah. to be making songs. Because that was the only thing I was good at. Okay. Yeah. So you wasn't ever into sports or really nothing much other than Brooks. writing and music? None of that. None of that. What about friends? you have a lot of friends? No. Nah. Mm-mm. It's kind of like... I was homeschooled. Ah, uh, so it made you, like, introverted? Kind of. Everybody's surprised that when I say that I'm homeschooled because I'm not, like, super weird. But I do have my moments because, like... Sure, I never had friends before, so, like, growing up, I don't really know what is a real friend versus a fake friend. Now I do, of course, due to experience. Right. But, like, I, growing up, going in the world, I was like, oh, I'm making friends, you know? Yeah. And, like, I didn't have that high school or middle school experience to know when somebody's fake, don't fuck with you. Yeah. Two-faced. So, like, I just learned all of that as an adult. Right. You know? So, it's, it's interesting because, for me, I'm very introverted. Mm-hmm. And before I got into radio and in the industry, I wasn't really accustomed to being that social and mm-hmm. being around that many people. So was that an adjustment for you? Yeah, I feel like I've been craving it my whole life. Oh, really? It's yeah. like almost like you coming out the cage now. Like yeah. You, yeah, you re- okay. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Speaking of two moments again, was there a moment in your life where you just kind of, it really hit you? Like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. I think that moment is every day for me, especially, like, right now. But, like, I knew I knew. Like, I knew I knew I knew. When I was, like, 10 years old, when I started to, like, write for Disney and stuff. And I was homeschooled, so I did, like, online classes and stuff. And I just could never get jiggy with the idea of school. But yeah. I would write a full-out hit song smash for you. Not an essay. Hell Not an, an essay. essay. No, you hit, right. <laughs> I could, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, My yeah. mom would be like, write this paper up. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But then I just, it wasn't clicking. Right. But, I mean, now, like, I write short stories and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just realized, like, this is what I'm really here That's to early. do. That's early. A lot yeah. of people don't. They 40, 50, yeah. 60. Not necessarily sure. You knew at yeah. 10. Nah, that's fire. So a lot of artists, like, I always appreciate artists who write. Because mm-hmm. I write, so I love lyrics. I'm into that. I mean, it's nothing wrong if you don't. Mm-hmm. But if you do, I feel like it's a little added bonus to what you do and who exactly. you are. So you you do it all. You write? Do you write all your music? I mean, um, I, I know everybody I gets some help here yeah, and there. Yeah, I collab. Uh-huh. But majority, I do write. Okay. I at least like to get my point across melodically or just conceptually. And then, like, honestly, I'm so cold with the melodies. I just need people to bounce words off sometimes. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just it's like a quicker process. But I do enjoy working with people if they're dope and talented like i love people that love what they do right so i love working with people that's like that so yeah what's your favorite part of the process is it writing recording performing listening because i know it's uh, a journey completing finishing you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah actually getting through on milestones and finishing it like wow like even after i'm done working out right or done with rehearsal or finally got the mix right after we sent it back 50 times. You know, it's like little stuff like that. I'm like, whew. Yeah. I always wonder if other artists go through this. When you, because by the time you got the vision of what you want the song to sound like, and then you write it, and then you record it, and then you hear it, are you tired of it by the time someone else hears it? Or or does it just, is it timeless for you in your mind? You just never get tired of your own music. Some songs is like that. Like some songs had to grow on me in my catalog. And some songs I can never get tired of. Okay. It depends. Because like, if my mama like a song way too much, I'm like, what's up with this song? Like, I don't really like it that much. Like, why she like this song so much? Yeah. I'll have to, like, I don't know. But some songs, 
I'm like, okay, I can listen to it. Do y'all typically have like a difference of opinion on what your favorite yeah. songs are? Yeah. Do you listen awesome. to her over yourself? I mean, yeah, I'm this. I'm the type of person. Shit, let it rock. Cause I'm, I'm gonna do me regardless. It's gonna mm-hmm. come out regardless. So I'm like, if you feel like this is what it is, let's see your mo your way first, and I'm gonna just show you my way. Yeah, you know when what I'm you, saying. When you put your music out, are you typically surprised at what songs do better than others, or do you feel like, nah, I knew that shit. I knew that was the one. Actually, yeah. You Cause like, know? my first single off of my project is Toxic, right. but everybody loves Lustful Desires. I don't keep 